You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show podcast, episode 020. You're listening to the Joy Junkie Show, your source for getting your shit together in love and life. Wouldn't it suck if I really talk like that? I'm Mr. Smith. I'll be hanging out on the show with you guys. So without further ado, here's your host, life coach, speaker, all-around badass, just happens to be my beautiful bride, Amy E. Smith. (laughs) Hi, baby. Hi, babe. (laughs) This is going to be an interesting one. This will be fun. (laughs) We'll see how it goes. We might have to re-record this one. Well, yeah. Ah, we'll, fuck it. Put oh, it fuck up. it. We're going to do it. Whatever. So, first off, we have to say both of us are under the influence of alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I, I, for, I totally forgot we were doing a podcast today. Well, I remembered that we were doing a podcast, but I figured, oh, I'll just have a drink and I'll uh, we'll do the podcast later and I'll be like nice and sobered up. So... I, I'm not I mean I'm being kind of dramatic I've had one drink I had two. Oh, you did yeah <laughs> we've been drinking whiskey yeah so it's not like it's like a fucking wine cooler or anything yeah, yeah I know <laughs> mine was pretty stiff I gotta say I was like damn <laughs> so you're gonna be like what what <laughs> whatever what am I supposed to do <laughs> so We are being extremely unprofessional today, but we thought, you know what? Fuck it. What a great opportunity to show people that we're like really human. Humans? Yeah. I was just talking to somebody yesterday about how I love that about us that we're, you know, we're not, we don't try to pretend like we're shit and glitter all the time, you know, that we're really real about being human and what it's like to go through um, relationship ups and downs and dealing with life stuff and so sure well i shit glitter but it's because i eat tinsel (laughs) (laughs) but you're trying to quit i'm trying to quit yeah it's a really bad habit yeah it's i'm part cat it's pretty toxic jesus christ where's this going (laughs) i've i've lost all control i've lost all control speaking of losing control we just got our dogs groomed if you can even fucking call it that i don't even know if you can call that groomed they got butchered they got the it's like the the most bum haircut possible like uh what were you okay so our one of our dogs name is joey and we call him jigs jigs is kind of his little nickname which is funny because joey's a nickname joey's a nickname is joseph his name is joseph blue joseph joey to jigs (laughs) joseph blue pulaski smith from break that down to jigs you're my boy blue my boy blue blue you're my boy Thank you, sir. So then we went to Joey, and then now we call him Jigs all the time. But so Mr. Smith has been saying, "Bump, not rough cut Jigs, rough cut Jigs." Yeah, he's just got a rough <laughs> cut. And Bianca, you know that I don't know if you guys ever noticed that uh, that cartoon where it's like Monday and the cat's all buttoned up and sharp, and you know, like got his hair parted down the middle, and it's just Friday, and the cat's like, like all over the place. <laughs> Bianca looks like that all the time right now. Like her hair is just everywhere. It's it's like there's no regular hair. It's all cowlicks. Everywhere. It's like constant cowlick everywhere on her body. It's nuts. <laughs> it's awful. 
Oh my gosh, you guys, this is going to be the most problems. unprofessional podcast ever. We've got planes flying overhead. We've got <laughs> parrots <laughs> going crazy outside. Joey's itching the hell out of himself. Joey's itching. We had to take off his collar because he's making so much noise. We're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show. I'm going to teach you how to get your shit together. So... So just so you know, if you're new to the show, we always spend a little bit of time just hanging out and chatting before we jump into content. We we always jump back and forth between love topics and life topics, and we're going to be talking about a, a life topic today. We're going to try, actually. We're actually going to do a, an episode of Drunk History. You know what? I, I still have never seen that. <laughs> I saw last year, or the previous episodes, but I haven't seen this year. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like anyway. last season type of thing. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. Get back to your... Yeah, you're going to have to rope it in. Rope. Okay, this is called the Joy Junkie Show. Don't get it twisted. Oh! Evil eye over here. No, you're you're just... I can tell you're tipsy. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. like button up, always pulled together, always like in control. Yeah, so? A little saucy. A little sauced. <laughs> <laughs> Usually two drinks doesn't do that, but that last one, man, I don't know what I was thinking. It was man. a I kicker. Pour, it kicked my ass. Oh, my God. In fact, that's why I didn't have a second one because I was like, you know what? I need to do the podcast. I need to have some sort of semblance of professionalism. Well, I wouldn't have had it if I had remembered we were having a podcast. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect for our shoot the shit segment. Perfect. And then I'll sober up for our content. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for for dealing with us with our incredibly unprofessional. Have a drink with us. Fuck it. Yeah. Pour yourself a little whiskey. We've been mixing it with um, Hanson's Mandarin, Mandarin lime, lime, and that's been kind of amazing. Yeah. It's cheap whiskey, obviously. So here, it's not that cheap. It's 20 bucks. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it could be 10. <laughs> I guess it could. <laughs> high class problems. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag high class problems. Wow. <laughs> this is just going further downhill. This is, please don't leave. <laughs> <laughs> We're better than this, Amy. We are better than this. We're oh, my God. This. All right, Mr. Smith. Let's Pull just, it together. Let's just brush ourselves off. This <gasps> is one of those, like, whew, you, you just puked your brains out. You're trying to get back into the cab. Let me stretch out. I don't want to pull a hammy. Yeah, just stretch it out. And then we'll get back to the And breathe. Show. And after all that, I'm going to teach you about some really serious life stuff. Yeah, we'll get serious, I promise. Okay. So, but um, before we jump into this, I do want to let you guys know that registration is actually open now for Badass Boot Camp. I mentioned this to you the last couple of weeks. And this is my brand new coaching program. This is such a funny segue from like... <laughs> from all of from our all shenanigans. Of, all of our shenanigans to... Here, let me tell you about this program that's amazing. But you've got a wait list for that. I've seen like mm -hmm. people all up on it online. Yeah, I think it'll be a really incredible opportunity for yeah. for a lot of people to come together at a really reasonable price. Uh, you can find out everything about it if you're interested. Go to thejoyjunkie.com slash bootcamp and you can read all about it. We're in early bird pricing right now, which means it's like 50 bucks off. So the whole thing, which is three weeks, is $47. Um, you get three lessons from me, three weeks of worksheets, a Facebook forum, plus three incredible bonuses so it's it's pretty it's pretty jam-packed but uh you know you'll i trust that you'll know if it's for you or not so go cruise by the site check it out uh the whole concept behind it is to really help uh, oh my gosh listen to the parrots 
I don't know if that translates on the air. I don't think they can. Oh, hear maybe that. they can't even hear yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think so. And then I'm like shooting myself in the foot. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's true. Anywho, so the thing that I mentioned last week, my tagline for this whole course is 21 days to making life your bitch. And Yacht. obviously we have a little bit more of an irreverent, aggressive approach to self-help and it's not, you know, a bunch of waterfalls and rainbows and shit like that. And um, the, it's broken down into three key topics we're going to talk about self-love and self-worth we're going to talk about mind games and how you influence your reality with your self-talk and how you speak to yourself and your internal dialogue and then we're going to also talk about people pleasing and the comparison game so some of the real hot button topics that i've seen throughout my work so and again i was gonna say those are pretty hot yeah well it's it, i kind of took the things that that my clients and some of my past students and stuff have said this was a game changer for me. This right. perspective, this mantra, this tool, this tip really changed how I how I spoke to myself or how I viewed, uh, how invested I was in other people's opinions, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. anyway, go cruise by the site, uh, thejoyjunkie.com slash bootcamp and uh, see if it fits for you. So I'm going to talk about a, a subject today, actually, that it, that is something that we're going to dig into and it's related to compliments and criticisms and why both of those things actually don't matter at all. Um, and when I say they don't matter, I mean that they don't, they do not define who you are. Uh, they don't create your substance. But for the most part, we think that they do, right? Like we think, yeah. Okay, as long as people think I'm beautiful, smart, intelligent, a good employee, witty, they give me accolades or honors about my performances, I get compliments on my my weight, my beauty, all those things we think, okay, then I must be valid. Then I mu- then it must be true. Aren't those the things that validate us though? Okay, so I think that there's there there's a distinction to be made here. It is the difference between something that actually feels good and that you enjoy hearing uh-huh. versus it creates your self-worth. I see. So, because if we say, okay, as long as my employer thinks I'm amazing, now we have everything invo- invested in how our someone else views us. Right. Instead of how we view us. So, you know, you could... You know, let's say you go into a, a business meeting and you conduct yourself as best as you can and you feel really amazing about what you delivered. And, you know, maybe one power that be thinks that you were incredible and one thought that you just completely just biffed it, shot yourself in the foot, didn't represent the company well. You did the same, you know, you presented the same presentation, the same content, but it's being viewed by two different sources and received two completely different ways. Okay. So if we think, okay, I've got it, I've got to have every single person receive me in a very specific way, then we'll spin our wheels forever, hoping well, that. Well, I can't wait for the tools to get me out of that because I, I mean, I find a lot of fulfillment in, in uh, how people react to me 
Right, right. And likewise, we think if we get criticism, that also defines who we are. That also defines our self-worth. So if somebody, you know, doesn't think you did a good job, doesn't think you're thin enough, doesn't think you're beautiful enough, um, you know, those are typically really hot button issues for women in particular. Uh, And, you know, men definitely have it too. They're just not quite as vocal about it typically. I think I'm hot enough. Oh, you do? I do. Take it down a notch. (laughs) I totally got that song. I'm too sexy for my show. Oh my God. Too sexy for, Please. I'm too sexy for this podcast. <laughs> if you ever see me in a fishnet jersey, just shoot me right then. then. If I see you in a fishnet jersey, I have no business being a fucking relationship coach. <laughs> Wait, it's to- totally different things. It's fashion and life coaching. Like, that's different. That is homosexuality. That I'm is pretty not sure. Homosexual. I'm pretty okay. sure. Or you're from a, Jersey. A fish. Oh, okay. Or, or the 80s. Or 80s Jersey. <laughs> Maybe the the fishnet Jersey came from Jersey. I bet it did, actually. I bet you that's where that fashion faux pas came from. Okay, you need pretzels and water. Do <laughs> <laughs> you hold my hair while I puke? Mr. Smith is bald, by the way, so that would be fucking hysterical. Right. That's the joke. (laughs) Yeah, but they don't know that because you like to preserve your anonymity. Right. Okay. So here, I want to give you a couple of things. I'm going to give you three tools to help you with this concept so we can kind of concrete this a little bit more. I want you to think of you and who you are, your identity, your self-worth is like, uh, let's think of it like a house. Okay, and you've got all these different rooms. There's all these different components to who you are. You can put a lot of attention into this room of the house. Maybe that's your marriage. You can put attention over here into your creativity, over here into your career. Right? It's all these things that make you you, how you feel about yourself, your respect, and your self worth. Right? Now, compliments and criticisms. I love to view, this is a very powerful way for me to view this. I view them as a gift or like a bag of shit that's been left on your porch. On fire? On fire. Okay. So a compliment is like somebody leaving you. In fact, I had a client do this. They left an amazing gift for me on the porch one time and said, go downstairs. I left you, you know, a gift, right? That's amazing. It was really sweet. Stalker. It, and it stop. No, it was, she came to my house for sessions. So I'm joking. She, you know. So, uh, so she, you know, she left me this beautiful gift. Now, using this metaphor, I can go. Okay, this is something in addition to my life. This compliment doesn't make me valid as a coach. Doesn't make me who I am, but. I can still enjoy it. It's a gift. It's a generous offering that's been thrown at me. It's it's a positive energy that's coming my way. Absolutely. So I can sink into it and enjoy it. But just because she thinks I'm an amazing coach doesn't mean that Amy Smith is a valuable human being. I, I see where you're going. Do you see what I'm saying? Now I get it. So that house, whether I get a gift on the porch or I get a piece of shit on the porch, doesn't change if I'm a valid person. Gotcha. Doesn't matter what comes in and out of the mailbox right, or on right, the right. front porch. You're valid regardless. Right. Right. But the problem is, is we think we think that that must mean something. So that's why I love this metaphor because the house can still stand. 
everything can be just as beautiful inside. All the rooms can be just as immaculate or messy or whatever and have total worth and validity no matter what gets left on the porch. And the same thing, having a... um, you know, uh, a criticism or, you know, a rude remark, acrimonious remark is like having a bag of shit left on your porch. Will it feel awful? Most likely. Like, will it stink? It Probably. Will it stink? Totally. <laughs> but will it change the house? Does it influence the house? It does not have to if you don't want it to. Not unless you bring it inside. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So it's your choice. You either get to invite it inside or you just go, oh, okay, I'm going to go dump that in the dumpster. Done. It does. It is irrelevant to who I am. Right. Okay. So I want you to start thinking about your life using that metaphor. So when, um, you know, I'm going to actually jump to the second one here. So one of the things that I do is I really truly – allow myself to feel what I feel, okay? So uh, when I teach people about this, and this is definitely an area, major area that we're going to be talking about in boot camp, um, I think it's really important that you give yourself the freedom to drink in those compliments, right? So just like you were saying, I'm fulfilled by that. I, there's nothing wrong with getting lit up when somebody tells you, my gosh, you look great. You've really lost some weight. There's nothing wrong with getting excited about that and having an emotional response. The problem happens is when we say, I'm not worthy, I'm not valid, unless people tell me that stuff, hmm. right? That's where codependency thrives right there. Well, that's when you invest all of who you are in external forces, right? right? So... So for me, I always give myself the freedom to sink into that loveliness, to feel what it feels like, and to kind of go, ah, oh, thank you. Somebody just gave me a gorgeous gift. So do you sink in the bag of poo too? Okay. So that is, that's a great point because I think what, what gets scary here is we think, okay, if I have all this confidence, if I've, if I've done all this work on myself, then I should never be influenced by a negative thought, criticism, biting remark from somebody. Not true. No matter how much work we do, it will probably always hurt if somebody says something rude. Um, it, it, you know, vibrationally and, you know, if we're talking about physics, there's an energy coming at you. It, there, it's like a negative dart coming at you. It's your choice if you hold on to it for a long time or if you just let it sting for a sec. Or if you pull the matrix and like... You're like... <laughs> like getting all the way. Um, so that's the other thing too is like, if you know, I get people who are like, what do you mean your self-help? You taught... You, you know, you use so much profanity and this is a joke and blah, blah, blah. And that never feels awesome. I'm never bigger than that where I can go, oh no, I'm so self-actualized and I've done so much work that that never stings. So I let myself be human. You know, let yourself feel whatever it feels like to get a compliment or a criticism. But know that that is separate from who you are. It is outside. It is external. It is outside of the house. It does not have to define you. Now, that being said, if it's somebody who you highly value, like your spouse or your boss or, um, you know, in my case, like with a lot of the acting and stuff that I've been doing, 
I care what my director thinks of me. I care what my, you know, fellow actors think of me. Does it define who I am? Am I still worthy whether or not they think I fucked my lines up or I'm not getting it or whatever? Yes, I am absolutely still worthy. Would that bum me out for a night? Probably. So that's what I want people to understand is you there's still room to feel what you feel and for it not to create your reality because that's the problem is people attach to that notion where they got some sort of criticism or they got applauded for their looks so now they only think they're only valuable because of their looks right and then they throw everything into their their body image and you know their aesthetics and da, 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 da. I can't remember who and it becomes said the it. reality yeah I'm sorry to cut you off that's okay I I remember a um it was a movie producer or a director or something like that. And he, he said something like, if if you don't have critics, you're not doing it right. Right. So, you know, that's kind of how I look at criticism is, you know, I'll take it constructively as much as I can and try to, like, make improvements off that. Yeah. But I don't look at criticism as a reflection of myself. I look at it, at it as... A, a way for me to uh, move forward. Exactly. Right? Well, and that, it's interesting that you bring that up. I'm not going to get involved in, in a lot of that today, but I actually have a whole, like a five-step process of dealing with criticism. Ooh, and we can make that our next podcast. We're going to, oh, no, no, no. That's for boot camp. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ooh. That's exclusive content. <laughs> you see what I'm doing? I'm giving you boot a little like, priceless. hey, do you want a cookie? Do you want a cookie? I want a cookie. <laughs> then sign up for boot camp. I already did. <laughs> awesome. No, I didn't. No, you didn't. I know you didn't. It's not. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> but I am right. doing your badass. I'm going to do that. I know. I'm sure. excited for I'm that. I'm excited for that. We've got to chat about that. So, okay. So first thing, I want you to just keep that metaphor in mind. Think of yourself like a house. And compliments are like receiving a beautiful gift on your porch. Criticisms are like getting a bag of poop on your porch, right? The second thing, allow yourself to feel what you feel. You can sink into that compliment and really relish it for the gift that it is, or you can acknowledge like, okay, that stings a little bit, but that doesn't have to create how I feel about myself. It doesn't have to define who I am. It doesn't have to create my reality. It can be an isolated incident. Mm -hmm. It can be a circumstance instead of who you are, all right? Third thing, I want you to ask yourself this question because a lot of times we think, well, well, I have to do it perfectly. Well, I have to give that presentation flawlessly. Well, I have to create this in my business. Well, I have to be a size five. Well, I have to be perfect in my acting. Well, I have, you know, we think we have these, you know, these rules that we set up for ourselves that are usually based off of receiving compliments and avoiding criticisms, right? Right. So I want you to ask yourself, or else what? Or else fucking what? Like, what does it mean to you if somebody doesn't approve of you? And I started thinking about this for myself, like I just mentioned with my acting stuff. You know, I, my ideal situation, you know, I'm, I'm preparing for a show right now. My ideal situation is that I would do everything brilliantly and amazingly and my director would think that I'm just the shit actor and that I'm fantastic, okay. right? That would feel good. Sure. Right? I'm allowed to feel that. I'm allowed to want that. Okay. Okay? That doesn't define who I am. So I started thinking about that and I'm like, okay, 
am I am I too invested in it? And so I started thinking about if he doesn't, like, or else what? Like he's gotta he's gotta think I'm amazing, or else what? Right. Nothing. Nothing. The thing that I want you guys to realize is usually the or else what is a rule that you have created, a stipulation you've created. Like, then I must be a worthy actor. Says who? And then I must be a worthy partner, spouse, employee, friend, whatever. Says who? Sorry, I'm quiet. I'm just... You're faded. No, no. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not. Actually, I'm just really thinking about that. That's, those are great tools. Right? So the whole concept behind this whole thing is to look at really, truly what you're responsible for. Because if we try to always look favorable in everybody else's eyes, we will, we will inevitably come up empty because we've heard the quote a million times, you cannot please everybody all the time. You simply right. can't. So if you want true happiness and fulfillment, recognize what you're responsible for and that is how you show up, show up. And that's why I'm always prodding people to ask yourself, how do I have to behave so that I'm proud of who I am? Right. Right? I will be proud of myself if I if I am uh, what we call off book where I, you know, I've, I've memorized my lines if I'm professional, if I show up and I put everything into it, if I know that I've done my best, if, you know, like, like that's for me, right? Being the best that you can be. Right. And, Join you know, if he thinks, stop, <laughs> if, if he thinks that I did a great job, that will be a gift. That will be a bonus. Will I sink into it? Will I relish it? Of course. If he doesn't, okay. Will it sting a little bit? Sure. And then I'll get over it because I am more than that. And I am determined to not define who I am by criticisms. Right. And and like I was saying, instead of putting up walls around those criticisms, take them in. Not necessarily take them in, but look at them and say, how can I grow from this? Right. You know? Yeah. That's actually a piece of... Um, one of my, you know, my steps to dealing with criticism is looking at, is there something I need to own? Right. Is there validity there? Like, right. could I, did Am I make just a, being upset? Right. Or is there something valid within that? Like, did I, did I make a mess? Right. You know, did, was I sharp? Was, you know, or, you know, and there's been a couple of situations. Like I had, um, I had a situation where somebody uh, was really upset with a blog post that I wrote and ripped me to pieces and I was rocked you know like I really it really bugged the shit out of me and I was like and so I took I I did exactly what you said I took a second and I kind of went I evaluated and I looked back at my behavior I looked at back to back at what I wrote and I looked at am I at peace with how I showed up because I'm not responsible for how I'm received I'm responsible for how I show up Right. Because I'm going to be received in a shit ton of different ways. Right. So, um, and I, and, and in the end, I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I really am at peace with what I wrote. I'm at peace with how I showed up. And I don't feel like I need to apologize for who I am. Mm. So I'm going to allow that to be their opinion. And that's one of the biggest challenges is letting go of somebody feeling a certain way about you. Boy, the, the thing that keeps coming up for me, and I don't know if we have time to get into this, but 
is a loved one that's verbally abusive. Like, mm. how do you handle that with these tools? Ooh, that's rough because that's an extreme. Yeah. And if you're in an in any type of abusive situation, I, I mean, ugh, this I don't even think really. It's outside of your box. It, it's outside of the box because I would never say work with that. I would right. never say here's how you work with that. Right. I would just be like, get away. Like, eliminate that from your world. Gotcha. Okay. You know? Um, I'm just thinking about how, um, you know, we take in a lot of other people's views of ourselves as ours. Right. And if someone else views us as worthless. Sure. We view ourselves as that a lot of times. So I, I don't know. I, well, I have a really great metaphor for that too. Another kind of visualization that I use a lot because, you know, I've shared that um, my, you know, I have a lot of issues <laughs> with um, some members of my family and, you know, like my mom has a very strong opinion about, uh, like we just, we just differ very much religiously and politically. And um, I'm at peace with, with how she feels, you know, like she will always carry a burden for my soul. But that's hers to bear. Right. That's not mine to bear. Right. And that took a long ass time yeah. for me to become peaceful with that. But here's a metaphor that I love to use. And I think about whenever anybody comes at you with negative commentary, um, naysayers, even people saying like, that's not realistic or, oh, that who's going to pay for that in this economy? Like, oh, you want to start your own business or like, oh, you're looking gotcha. a little chubby. Anything that's negative coming at you. I think of it like somebody walking up to you and handing you a pile of shit, like this big bag of shit. And it's up to you to either hold on to it and say like, okay, I'll take on all the things you just said and keep it. Or you can be like, you know what? I'm going to let you go ahead and hold on to that. You are at choice. That's the thing that I always want to point people to and I want to empower people is you're at choice. Like you get to either take that on and make it mean something for your life or you can give it right back. Yeah. And is it a snap of the finger? No. Sometimes no, it, ta it takes some time. Yeah. Sometimes it takes, you know, doing a workout. Sometimes it takes bawling your eyes out. Sometimes it takes working with a therapist or a coach or reading books or, you know, it's some, it's, I don't ever want to say that this is easy and like we can wrap this up in a nice tidy 30 minute show, right? Like it can be, a challenge you know like the stuff with my mom like how she would come at me with certain things and tell me certain things and I would have to really mentally go okay if that's how you're gonna feel I'm gonna allow that to be yours I choose to not take that on right. I'm not gonna carry that pile of shit I'm gonna give it right back because right. when we think about it in tangible terms like that if somebody were to give you a gigantic thing of shit would you really sit there and take it would you really sit there and allow that to be a part of your life? Absolutely fucking not. You know what the irony is? I had a bag of poop from Bianca and Joey today. Oh, my God. That they pooped and pe they both pooped outside before I took them into the groomers. And I took the bag in with me and she's like, oh, can I take that for you? <laughs> <laughs> Way to tie it home. You like that? Way to tie it home. Boom. <laughs> You are such an integral piece to this podcast, babe. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So I hope I gave you a couple of things to think about today um, because ultimately we can't please everybody. You know, you can't make everybody happy. So you might as well show up in a way that you're proud of yourself um, and that you make you happy.
And the most amazing thing that happens when when you start doing that is you start attracting to yourself other people who feel the same way. Right. Less toxic relationships, less toxic dating scenarios, you know, and and it's really amazing, you know, and now I look around at us and we don't have any negative forces in our lives. Yeah, that's at true. all. We don't have soul suckers. We don't have soul people suckers. who are, you know, that we have to deal with negative because we simply have become vigilant and taken a huge stand for what we will and will not tolerate in our lives anymore. Right. And um, so it's possible. A, there's a difference between cocky and confident. Totally. You can be confident in yourself. You don't have to be cocky. We got to do an, a podcast on that. Okay. Did we say something like that? I need to put that in my notes. Cocky versus confident. All right. All right. All right, guys. So again, if you're interested in boot camp, I'd love to have you. It's a, it's a lot more of this stuff and a little bit more in depth and something, you know, tools that will help you really cement this stuff and make it a reality in your world and surround yourself with like-minded spirits, which is always amazing. So, uh, again, swing by thejoyjunkie.com, check out boot camp, also check out the podcast page and you can let us know if there's anything you want to hear about or if you'd like to be a caller on the show. And I think that's it. That's enough. Man, that's a lot to deal with. <laughs> Not a lot to deal You're with. like, I'm ready to take a nap. No, there's just some great tools there. Yeah. All right, cool. And as always, we would love, love to hear from you. I know this is some stuff that people really, really struggle with. So please leave your comments below and uh, let us hear from you. And it won't make us a valid person. Yes, it will be a gift. It'll be a gift. Yes, and I'll sink into it. That's right. No bags of poop, please. No bags of poop. I'm currently not accepting any bags of poop. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So here is to loving and living your most badass life. Cheers, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, out.